Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is May 4th, 2023, and this is episode number 24. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X, 26, I post content daily, and send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. Guys, before I jump into any of the content today, I just want to say thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, the numbers continue to go up, and it's because you guys, I really appreciate that. Look, let's be honest, it's tough right now. Thank, you know, it's, t- it's really, really tough for the Cardinals right now. It's tough for us fans. I got a lot to get into today, but not a lot of time to do it. Um, thank goodness for our Twitter community, honestly, when it comes to Cardinals baseball. Uh, I know Facebook has their own thing, but you know, on Twitter, we always talk about this. We break down the game. We learn from each other, but I appreciate your support. And today's title of this episode is The Epitome of Brutality. I don't know any other way to describe it than that. The Epitome of Brutality. That's where the Cardinals are at. I don't know how much more egregious the titles we can make it. The Cardinals coming into today's game, and as I speak, I'm recording this at 4.07 Eastern Time, and I guess that would be 3.07 Central Time. I'm watching the game to my right on my phone, and the other phone, I got my notes for the podcast. Uh, the Cardinals are currently in the ninth inning. They're down 11-7 to to the Angels, about to get swept by the Dodgers, then about to get swept by the Angels, um, this time at Bush Stadium. So the Cardinals' uh, comeback's going to fall short here today, it looks like. But anyway, when I recorded the show, on Sunday, and I said, hey, Cardinals are trying to avoid a sweep. Well, guess what? They got swept. It didn't work out, okay? So, awful April. We finish April with the worst record in the National League, but guess what? It's like, all right, it's a new month. Let's turn the page. Let's see what we can do from here. Last year, the Cardinals had a really, really bad, what was it, a really bad May, but we had a good April. So, it's like, hey, maybe we can flip-flop that. So, the Cardinals had an off day after getting swept by the Dodgers, it's like we're headed back to Bush Stadium. We got three versus L.A., and we got three versus the Tigers. And, yes, L.A.'s record coming in this series is like 14-14, and 14, better than the Cardinals, but you can't tell me that on paper they are a better team than the Cardinals. Uh, so it's like let's see how these this team reacts. Well, guess what? Here we are. May 2nd, St. Louis Cardinals versus the Angels, game number one. Angels five, Cardinals one. Steven Matz once again takes the mound. What did I say on the last show? I said every single one of the St. Louis Cardinals starters, it seems like their stat line every time is five and a third, four earned runs. Five and a third, four earned runs. Five and a third, four earned runs. Well, guess what? Right after that, Steven Matz that night, five innings, four earned runs. I was off by one out, but there you go. Once again, you see the point. Six hits, four earned runs, two walks. The epitome of brutality. The offense had four hits against Patrick Sandoval. It's just not going to cut it. Every single time, the Cardinals, you know, face these guys who, let's face it, you know, are you know, past their prime, right? That's just what it is. Um, excuse me, not Patrick. He's 26. Sorry, not past his prime. That was my mistake. But anyway, uh, Patrick Sandoval, you know, he gets the win. Cardinals had four hits. So, next day, we've got to face Shohei Otani. Going to be a big challenge, right? 
head into that game. Shohei Otani strikes out. Let's take a look here. 13 St. Louis Cardinals. Shohei Otani struck out 13 Cardinals. Look, the Cardinals put up four earned runs against Shohei. Uh, it was five innings pitched, 13 strikeouts, four earned runs. You would think that's going to get the job done. But no, it doesn't. doesn't. Let's break this game down a little bit further. So yesterday, the Cardinals are up. Uh, what was it? Three, four, four to three. Cardinals were up four to three, heading into the ninth inning. Miles Michaelis gives you a pretty good outing for the most part. Um, you know, not 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 insanely great, but it was a pretty good outing. He went uh, five and two thirds, three earned runs. Once again, I'm pretty close. Five and a third, four earned runs. This time, five and five and two thirds, three earned runs. It's just crazy. Every single night feels like that. So the Cardinals put up four against Shohei Otani. They head to the ninth inning. We had no choice. Or at least Ali Marmol brought out our guy Ryan Helsley early to try and get past that point. Helsley threw the ball well. And we get to Giovanni Gallegos, who has had closure experience in the past. You know, statistically, he's been the Cardinals' best reliever so far this season. Well, he comes into the game and he gives up three earned runs. A home run to, I believe it was Mike Trout. He gives up to uh, one to Jake Lamb. And then uh, looks like Otani hit a double and another sack fly or something happened. Regardless, the Cardinals gave up three earned runs. And they go down in order to lose 6-4. to four. So heading into today, the St. Louis Cardinals are 10-21, and 21, trying to avoid the sleep, uh, the sweep versus the Angels. And as I said, right now I'm looking at it in the ninth inning, 11-7 to seven and uh, ninth inning. And here we go. Taylor Monarchs at the plate. Let's talk about that now. And this is what I want to talk about here when it is as Ali Marmol. Okay? So, Ali Marmol. I there is a lot of of back and forth on social media about Ali Marmol, and rightfully so. You know, it seems like you have the people that are in two camps here, maybe three. You got the it's not Ali Marmol's fault, it's John Mosaylock's fault, it's it's the front office's fault. You know, this is the roster that they put in phrase place. Ali can only do so much. You got them. Then you got the you got the other side of the camp. You got it's both of their faults. And then you got um, you know, just fire Ali Marmol and see if he can make a difference. Here, look, all through all of these can be true at the same time. One, the Cardinals roster isn't as good as we think they are. There's no way around it. I'm finally at the point now where maybe this team just isn't as good as everyone anticipated. Okay? But at the same time, they are not 10 and 21 bad. That's that is that is not the case. This team is not 10 and 21 bad on paper. Now, are they playing like that? Yes. Um, you can't give me the crap of, hey, the Cardinals are just having unlucky, you know, untime, you know, untimely hits, or all the other opponents are getting blue pits, or we're not getting anything far your way. No, you don't, you don't go, you don't lose 21 baseball games like that. You don't lose, you know, six games in a row like that. Um, it's just a disaster all around. And what I want to say about Ali Marmol is I did put up a tweet. And I have been on record saying multiple times, and I do feel this way, is fire Ali Marmol, and I mean it. That's what I said. And then yesterday I said, you know, let me let me pull it up. But I, I was talking about Ali Marmol, and what is a what is the manager of an MLB team's job? What is his manager? Well, and this is my opinion. We don't see what goes on behind the clubhouse, and and that's okay. We we can't judge that part of a part of a game, but um. Let me see here. Ali Marmol, I put this tweet up last night. It says, uh, at the end of the day, this team had winning expectations coming into the season. What's the manager's job of an MLB team? 
to get the most out of the players on the roster and to produce results. If you don't, well, you're fired. This team isn't in a rebuild. Fire Ollie. Let's take a sip here. So that's what I said. I went on record and said it. I thought about it. And I still feel that way. Ali Marmont was given a roster that is not this bad. They are not getting the results out of this team. Could one say it's early? Sure. Should Ali Marmol maybe get the month of May? Okay, what difference does it make? We can give Ali Marmol the month of May, but at some point, there's got to be like a, a, a ceiling on, hey, we, you know, it's early in the season. We're done saying that now. Here's the thing. The Cardinals have dig, dug their grave so deep that even if they play good baseball, they're about to lose to the Angels here. They're about to fall to 10-22, and 22, which is the worst record in the National League. Once again today, okay, they're probably going to be at least 10 and a half games back, um, and they're already six and a half games back of the wild card. If the Cardinals lose, finish this game off, and it looks like they are, they're down their last out with Wilson Contreras hitting as I'm watching live, they have to – think about how depressing this sounds. The Cardinals have to win 12 games straight to get to 500. The Cardinals could win their next 12 games. And if the Pirates win today, and they would the Cardinals could win their next 12 and just t- pretty much tie their Pirates record, uh, tie their winning total. You know? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um and 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 you know, it is a lot of back and forth on Twitter. And I don't like coming for people's jobs. I don't, but listen, at the end of the day, this is just the truth. This is this is just the truth. He is not getting getting it out of the guys they're not putting up the results and yeah you can say this you know there's yeah is he going to be a scapegoat is it his fault always I don't know could we 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 could hire a new manager tomorrow that's just as bad I'm not sure but at the end of the day the, the front office has to show something that they're serious about turning this around okay and once again I will say this I, I don't want to sound like I'm overreacting or being crazy because the truth of it is, we're not. We aren't the Cincinnati Reds. We aren't the Detroit Tigers. You know, we we aren't the, uh, I don't know, whoever else is rebuilding, right? We aren't in a rebuild. If if I was a, the host of the Believe in Cincinnati Reds podcast, and I came on here and was talking like I am now, I'm crazy because we weren't expected to win. But this team is designed to win right now. They said, we got the guys in the clubhouse that we believe can win a championship. What are we talking about winning a championship? We have the worst record in the National League. So. I'm really starting to believe this team's not going to be, become over 500. Let's talk about a situation today. Follow up on Ollie. The game just went final. So the St. Louis Cardinals have lost <clears throat> six baseball games in a row. So Cardinals lose 11-7 to today. They're swept for the second straight series. St. Louis extends their losing streak to a season-high six games. They have only won one game of their last 10 and own the worst record of the National League with a 10-22 and mark. It is as bad as it sounds. That was a tweet from Katie Wu. She summed it up perfectly. So let's talk about a situation today that happened with Ali Marmol. St. Louis Cardinals today were playing um, once again the Angels, and Jack Flaherty gets the start. Okay? Jack Flaherty gets the start. Let's take a look. It's just abysmal. The epitome of brutality. Once again, I will say Jack Flaherty's outing, he went two and one-third, ten earned runs, uh, nine hits, ten earned runs. Guys, his, his season ERA is at 6.29. I just don't know. It's really, it's, it becomes hard to do an episode like this because you just, you fish for something positive to say.
But you got a team that lost five straight, and they come in here, and they need a guy that can just stop the bleeding, and we don't have him. Two and one-thirds, ten earned runs, and I feel bad for Jack. I like Jack Flaherty as a person. I, I'm sure I'm sure Ali Marmol is great as a person. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure, If I saw Ali Marmol, would I have a good conversation with him? Yeah, of course. Would I take a chance to have a picture with him? Sure. But, like, at the end of the day, guys, and, you know, I was – I was thinking, I was like, you know, you almost got to feel sorry to some degree for these guys. But then again, I'm like, you know, not necessarily. Steven Matz, he's not feeling sorry about that $10.5 million paycheck, right? I mean, he's making good money to put up results. And when you're not, as somebody in the media, like I cover this team, other people cover the team, it's okay to ask questions. So anyway, I got sidetracked here. Today, there's a situation. The Cardinals were down early. I don't know what it was, like 10-2, 11-1, whatever the score was. It was a blowout. At that point, Ollie decides to keep the guys in, okay? He, he starters are staying in, um, but we get to the point in the seventh inning. The Cardinals are down 10-7. to seven. They go on a little bit of run. We had a nice home run by Tommy Edmond, um, and, the, and the Cardinals all of a sudden, it's a four-run game in the seventh inning. Okay, well, you know, you say 5-1 to one or 6-2 to two in the seventh inning. We're still in a normal game. All of a sudden, our hottest hitter, Nolan Gorman, against the right-handed pitcher, Ali Marmol, makes a switch for Taylor Motter, who since he's been recalled, he hasn't even played once. He hasn't gotten into the game one time. And if you're going to make that change, okay, I get it when you're down 10 runs, but why in the world are you making that move with your best power hitter against a righty who he crushes down four and you pull him for Taylor Motter? It just... and. You know, you got you got really respected St. Louis reporters saying, hey, is Ollie trying to get himself fired? And it seems like day by day people are getting on, you know, fire Ollie train. You know, it's just, it's what are we doing? What are you doing? Why? I would love, and they're going to ask him in the post game, and, you know, it's going to be some, it's going to be some uh, puppet answer, right, that, that the front office wants to hear. And yesterday in his post game conference, what did he say? He said, I can guarantee you, because St. Louis fans have been booing lately. Right, they've been booing my entire life. I've never heard Cardinals fans boo more than they have in the last two to three days, and I think that's a good thing. I think there's some fan bases out there that boo way too much, and it makes them look like uneducated and, and just goofy. But the Cardinals fans are good baseball fans, and they don't do that. Um, excuse me, I had an email pop up, but the Cardinals fans don't do that. They don't boo unless it's unwarranted. But yesterday, post game, Ali Marmol said, "Guess he said." You know, if you think that the fans are more frustrated than us, you've lost your mind. And I get it. We aren't inside the clubhouse. These guys, this is their job. This is their living. But you cannot say anything right now to side, you know, to, to take a side subtle jab at the fans. You just can't do it. You know, this is the same team I think has won, like, I can't remember. I, I used to have all the stats in my brain. Like, one playoff series, and it's been a long time. It's been a really long time. We, you know, haven't won a World Series since 2011. You know, it's 2023. So to say that the fans aren't as frustrated as the players, I get the business-like answer. But you don't want to do anything right now because keep in mind, fans of this team that buy tickets and stuff are the ones that really pay for the salary of these guys. And, you know, it was 40,000 fans in the stadium today. That was the that was the, uh, total attendance. 40,000 on a Thursday during the day for the worst record in the National League. So, you know, that had a lot to do with Shohei Otani. Wow, that's where the Cardinals are at. Um, at the end of the day, man, they just have to show that they're trying to change something. They have to show they're trying to change the course of the team. Why not bring up just, I don't I mean, this is 
not going to help. But Trace Barrero, right? I, I put a, I looked at his stats in Memphis the other day. He's batting over 270. He has a couple home runs, like 15 RBIs and 40-some at-bats. Is that going to move the needle at all? No, it's not. But guess what? you got a guy in Andrew Kisner behind the plate that is a wasted at-bat. He is a wasted at-bat. I understand that move when you're 10 and 22 isn't a significant move. But if you at least say, hey, I want some guys in our AAA team that are actually performing to be getting playing time in the majors in which it's warranted, right? Like, if you're not performing at your job, why do you continue to get chances but you got a guy below you that's doing his everything in his power to make it to the big league team? I don't know. Trace could come up and play just as bad as Andrew Kisner, but guess what? At least we gave it a, sh a shot, right? And that's kind of how I think we always feel. I don't know. Do you bring up, uh, I mean, Luke and Baker, he's tearing it up. Why not bring him up? Why? Why? Why not? Why have Taylor Motter on the roster if he's not going to play? You know, why? Why keep Juan Yepes down there? Taylor Motter is not a part of this team's future. He's not. So why is he on the big league team? Give these younger guys some chances because at, it's just, it doesn't make sense. And, and I have defended the Cardinals front office tooth and nail more than anyone. I really have, because I understand how hard it is to be this consistent when it comes to winning games. Now, yeah, they haven't had the championships like we want in the last decade, um, but at the same time, it is not easy to win, so I've defended, the, I've defended the front office. But it's the first time it's hit me, they don't have a direction. The Cardinals don't have a direction in which they're going. Maybe they're scared that they were going to make a mistake like, um, you know, trading away uh, Sandy Alcantara again, you know, for a bag of chips. Right. Or maybe they're afraid that they're going to get rid of Randy Rosarina for a bag of chips. Right. Like, I don't know. I understand that. But at the same time, between all these guys, the Cardinals have something's got to give, man. And there's just not time for guys like Taylor Motter on the roster. And I'm not trying to take shots at this guy because I'm sure. He, I mean, I heard he's a great guy, <laughs> um, but that's just the way it is, man. It's not personal. It's just the way the way this business works um, for teams. Um, I think that's all I got here. I think we got Adam Wainwright set to make his first start in Detroit this weekend. But, you know, at this point, you know, pull out all the stops. That's just where the team's at. Pull out all the stops. So, um, I know this this episode's kind of going every which way. It's been like that but uh, recently. But guess what? This is what I think is good content. What comes to my brain, I think you guys need to hear it. And I just it's, – it's the reality of where the team is at. And uh, let's just be honest. I'm hoping for brighter days. But right now we're not. You know, this is rock bottom. This is rock bottom. So I don't know what it's going to take to get out of there, but uh, it's certainly not today as the Cardinals lose 11-7 to and lose six in a row, and it's just bad. And anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Um, Cardinals play the Tigers coming up this weekend. I'm going to hop in here and make a show. we got to have a sweep. There's no way around it. The Cardinals have to sweep the Detroit Tigers. No way around it. Have to sweep them. So let's hope for that. Let's hope for a sweep for the Tigers. Got an off day, I believe. No, not an off day. But then they had to Wrigley. So let's let it go. Let's, let's get it going, man. You know, it, it's not over. You still got a chance for a wild card. Um, I know it's early, but look, we got to get it started with the Tigers. But anyway, that's all I got. As always, this is the Believe in Cardinals podcast. I'm your host, Braxton Wheeler. Uh, everybody have a fantastic evening, and go Redbirds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.